Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very average episode <laughs> of We Only Look Thin. You've been warned. <laughs> Don't act surprised. <laughs> we are your hosts. I am Donald Weigel. And I am Catherine Weigel. And we are a married couple. We've been married nearly 20 years, and uh, we have, after a lifetime of yo-yo dieting and uh, enabling each other's bad behavior, each lost over 100 pounds. Inspiring! <laughs> and now we're here to inspire you. We're so Averagely. inspiring. Averagely. Averagely inspiring. Yeah, but our average is better than most people's oh, good. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, it speaks to what you do on average is more important than what you do on special occasions. Special occasions such as and including the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. The big Go game. Bears. Go Bears. Um, you're, uh, I believe you probably uh, won't hear this episode until something like March, but uh, it is, uh, to let you behind the curtain, is actually the day before the Super Bowl. Uh, Eagles versus Patriots. We talk about curtains a lot. We have no curtains. We have we, we have we no have curtains. Yeah, we have blinds. We <laughs> literally not, have no curtains. <laughs> La- last week we were talking about uh, uh, an iron curtain in front of a velvet curtain or something like yeah, that. I don't know why. I don't many, know. Many curtains. Many, many veils. Curtains that we actually. Oh no! Don't now have I'm any. talking about veils. All right, but what we were talking about is the big game. And um, we've mentioned before that we we plan indulgences, and there is a sandwich shop. Can I say the name of it? Do you think? Sure. Sandwich shop near us called Fat Sal's, um, which is <laughs> very very light. Yeah. Mostly salads. <laughs> mostly, and man, is it good! They put like onion rings and uh, uh, coleslaw and French fries and on their sandwiches. On the Not, sandwiches, there's no salads yeah, there. No, it's pretty amazing. Um, and this is a weight loss podcast. We got to stop like talking so sexy talk. About sexy talk food, about yeah. food. Yeah. Um, anyway, we are planning to uh, to have those. Um, and you know, I, I use it as a motivation. You know. It, I, I try and stay on track all the time, but I say to myself, you know, I have this reward coming up for the Super Bowl. Um, I I have these uh, delicious sandwiches to look forward to, and it, it makes me stay extra on track if you if there is such a thing in the you know couple of weeks coming up to it, because then I can enjoy the sandwiches guilt free. Well, and a few years ago, actually the first year that um, we, we started all of this, we went to a dear friend's house for Thanksgiving, and I was so hypersensitive about staying on track that I ended up under-eating for the first time in my entire life, under-eating at Thanksgiving, where I had a salad to start, which was great, and then I took like a thimble-sized portion of a bunch of other foods... And then we were, I remember us driving home, and I was like, what happened? Like, I didn't eat yeah. any food. It was like, like we missed Thanksgiving. I, I did essentially the same thing. Yeah, and, and at the time, it, I felt like it was what I needed to do, but it wasn't me living my practical life. And I think days like the Super Bowl or St. Patrick's Day or even whatever. <laughs> I'm going to throw in Arbor Day and Columbus Day. And, no, <laughs> no, no, no. celebrating minor holidays this that, year. That's the whole point, though. You, you can't do it too often. And I think we've talked in the past about how, you know, my what what really got my head on straight to be able to do this and and to be able to do it um, in a way that I wasn't miserable was thinking that I didn't have to be extreme about anything and that I could allow myself to to indulge in something you know super high calorie on the Super Bowl uh, on the Super Bowl during the Super Bowl um, but you know the 
the whole point is you can't do that all the time. And it's not as if this is without work. Um, it involves work and commitment, and it's not easy. Um, but you know, my approach is to try and make it as painless as possible within the context of it being painful. <laughs> this is a painful process. A painful process. But I, um, you know, I struggle with it because I, you know, we're we're choosing to stay uh, to stay home tomorrow to watch the game. Uh, we're just going to kind of lay low, which I'm looking forward to because we're pretty busy. But we had talked about having sandwiches. Um, but this and this ties into the codependency, you know, relationships and and whether it's a, a spouse or friends or whatever. You know, Don had mentioned that he might just uh, have tomorrow as a day where he eats what he wants. And that was shocking information to me because <laughs> I was like, I'm having one sandwich. Um, yeah, on our morning walk this morning, I, uh, I've i been thinking about, you know, the idea being that sometimes you have to have a, uh, you know, a steam let off valve or too much steam builds up and you explode or something. And I was thinking that uh, I'm having sandwiches. Maybe I'm just going to eat some Super Bowl friendly foods and uh, just kind of not track tomorrow. Yeah, and for me, I had a few days this week where I was really on track, and then two days where I was a human dumpster fire of <laughs> sugary choices, and so I, I tend to self-sabotage. I'll have a couple of really good days, and then a couple of days that are off track, and so I feel like I've already had my quote-unquote, you know, indulgent, unplanned days this week. I tracked everything, but I'm still trying to figure out what my plan is for tomorrow because Don is saying, you know, he's going to eat what he wants. And for me, I am worried about that because I've already had a couple of days where I ate what I want. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm probably just going to stick to the sandwich. Well, and, and now I have to think about whether I really want to, you know, sit there and eat whatever I want in front of her while she's abstaining. And, you know, it'll be a... Uh... It'll be a maybe discussion. I don't know. Well, th that's what this podcast is, right? A discussion. <laughs> but it, it, it begs the question, you know, it, it's, um, you know, do you do what your friends are doing because they're doing it? And does it make that okay? Like, well, Don's going to eat what he wants, so I should just eat what I want. And I'm not afraid to tell you fine people that there is a, a, a container of homemade cinnamon roll thingies that I didn't make for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon roll thingies, you, you know. know. Uh, in the freezer, and I'm running through my head like, well, it's tomorrow, it's the Super Bowl, like, the Eagles are going to win, that means I need a cinnamon <laughs> roll, like, all, all the bargaining that one does with oneself to justify eating or not, and it's a constant battle for me. Like, I have to watch that flawed thinking of, I deserve it, it's been a hard week, it's the Super Bowl, who cares, like... I really need to watch myself still. Even at maintenance, I can't let my guard down too much because I lie to myself all the time. Yeah, and it, it is definitely still a struggle for me, too. I mean, I uh, I got to work at 8.30 a.m. Uh, yesterday and got home around 11.30 p.m. last night, and there was this big part of me that was like, holy cow, like, I just need to have a treat. And um, and then I, I told myself, well, my Sunday was supposed to be my, my treat day. I cannot, you know, just randomly eat what I want. And um, I am going to save it for Sunday. And that was motivation to, uh, to keep me on track yesterday. Um, and, you know, I think everybody has to find their own, their own 
balance and their own motivation, um, you know, without allowing yourself to go too crazy, but also keeping the foods and the things you enjoy in your life. Yeah. And I, um, I think I, I appreciate that we are able to talk about stuff like this because in the past it would have just been like, well, Don's having a, you know, a day where he eats what he wants. So I'm going to eat raw cinnamon roll dough in the kitchen in private where no one needs to see me. <laughs> so, um, being honest about it and being able to talk about it and, um, talking to him about my week that I've already had and the, the indulgences I've already had, I think helps, uh, me be honest about all of this. Cause it's really not easy for me. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, we're talking about codependent behavior here and the, I think that one thing that we've done and, you know, last episode we were talking about your plan and how you got started and, you know, how I was not doing anything and, um, you know, you kind of got your head on straight and were, you know, came up with a, a way to lose weight and um, I was hit, you know, a few months into your plan with a diabetes diagnosis and it you know, really just knocked me for a loop and I thought life was over. And, um, I think this is where our codependent behavior though actually paid off in a way, um, if that's even possible. And, you know, I was able to use your good habits that you had started to teach me to have some good habits. And I looked at your example and was able to start following it. And, you know, rather than Rather than um, going to the gym six days a week and, you know, having to go down to 1,100 calories, you know, you kind of just said to me, why don't you just, like, figure out where you are and, and go from there? Well, and I, that, that was sort of a revolutionary idea that um, Heather on the Half Size Me podcast actually uh, inspired me to do. Um, she talks about... Um, you know, starting where you are, not your fictional uh, fantasy self, not some, you know, get rid of everything in your kitchen self, but like, what are you doing today? Figure that out and maybe take a small deficit from there. And I think you, uh, you did a really great job, um, despite hating every second, <laughs> you did a really good job of, uh, of focusing on that. Yeah. And, you know, this is supposed to be part two of, you know, our plan and, when I, I started, I basically just decided to, um, you know, after pouting about it and being depressed and thinking life was over, you know, I realized I could do this in baby steps. You know, like steps. any grown man. Like any grown, <laughs> you know, mature individual does. Um, I just started doing uh, baby steps. And I the first baby step was to just figure out how many calories I was eating. And I was eating well over 4,000 a day. And... Um, then it just became a matter of, well, okay, I'm eating 4,000. Why don't I see what happens if I, you know, go down to 3,000 or 2,800? And that is still a lot of food. And I was able to do that and make some progress. You know, it was a, a quarter pound here, a half a pound there. But, you know, you start adding those quarter and halves together and eventually they equal three quarters of a pound and then <laughs> science and then they they equal a pound and a half and before you know it you're you're losing weight and you know the point is any step forward is a step forward and your um you know i realized that 
if I was going to do this, it, it wasn't going to be a, you know, get thin quick scheme. Um, and I've, I've tried those before and they only work for a little while. And so I, um, I started eating at, uh, eating around 2,800 calories and I, I got a Fitbit and started tracking everything and, you know, started tracking my steps and realized I was not getting very many and just started trying to move more and eat less at the same time. And wait, (laughs) wait a minute. One weird trick eating at a deficit. Yeah. And, um, I, at first with the diabetes, my doctor recommended that I stay away from, you know, starches and sugars and things like that. So I, I, I went hardcore with cutting out, um, breads and pastas and, um, and rice and, and, you know, just about any sort of sugar. And, um, you know, I realized after a while that I wasn't going to be able to do that forever. And so I very slowly and gently, um, this was after a lot of progress, managed to work some of those foods back in. But basically the plan was to just count the calories and um, keep it under the 2800 or keep it at 2800 and then anytime that i that i got stuck um which i defined as you know going three weeks in a row without losing anything even if i was sticking to the plan i would i would strive to reduce the calories um that was usually the main thing i did and or increase my my step goal well, and you uh, you work crazy hours. We're um, Donald is vegetarian, and I am not, and our daughter is not. So we eat very differently. Um, there are some some core basic things that we we eat together, but um, we eat sort of separate breakfast, lunches, and dinners for the most part too. So you had to kind of rely on you know your go-to foods that were different than mine so what did you kind of uh what did you focus on well do you you um, cook a lot at home (laughs) no i i definitely do not cook a lot at home i um you know either because i'm lazy or i i I use the excuse of you know not having time because of how much i work um i uh i try and eat a lot of convenience foods and um for me it was a lot of trial and error and um, I, I tried eating a lot in the morning. I tried eating very little in the morning. I tried saving calories for the end of the day. I tried eating a lot of things in the middle of the day and see how that goes. And what, what ended up really sticking for me after a lot of trial and error was, um, my willpower is much better in the morning when I first wake up and it gets worse and worse as the day goes on. So what I do is I eat very little, and I know you're told, you know, you should eat a a huge breakfast, but that just doesn't work for me. I eat a huge breakfast, and then I'm starving by by noon, um, and I've already eaten all those calories. So I eat very little in the morning. Um, If I eat uh, if I eat much of a breakfast, it's something that is, is extremely low calorie, like carrot sticks or, um, cherry tomatoes or something like that. And I'm able to do that in the morning because I have all this willpower for whatever reason, you know, at that time of day. And then I'll, I'll save calories and I eat a very sensible, you know, I try and eat, um, no more than about 150, 200 calories at a time. And I have very small meals then starting at about one in the afternoon. And I'll eat a lunch that is 200 calories. And then um, around three o'clock, I'll have, you know, a three o'clock snack, which is another 150. 
Um, and then a four o'clock, which is another 150. You have a four o'clock snack at four and a three o'clock snack at three. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it's this naming system I've come up with so that I remember uh, what it is. And I try and focus on foods that are. Um, this is getting really like like food way nerdy. He is way more into math than me. This is I'm all emotion, uh, and he's Mr. Captain Science. I've Mr. Captain Science. Mr. Captain Science. I've tried to figure out foods that are roughly one calorie per gram. So if they weigh, I'm using the metric system here, everyone. So if something My weighs, eyes just glazed over. <laughs> they literally glazed Gla- over. Delicious. Like a donut. My <laughs> eyes glazed over. I'm, I'm boring everyone out there. But uh, one calorie per gram. I've tried to find foods that, you know, if you eat 100 grams of it, they're roughly 100 calories. And that's things like, you know, full-fat cottage cheese. I actually really like cottage cheese. I know a lot of people don't. Um, You eat 150 grams of that, it's roughly 150 calories. Um, Things like black beans. Um, There's there's lots of vegetarian, there's like vegetarian lunch meat type things that are about, about that. And um, uh, hard-boiled eggs, actually, are about that. And I try and stick to those types of things during those hours when I still have willpower. And then I try and save most of my calories. I I try and only eat around 750 to 800 calories before um, 8 o'clock. I feel like I'm, like, getting into the gremlins territory here, but... Well, but here's the difference. I'm all about my emotions and what I feel like. And it is a revelation to me. Like when Don was like, well, I have a three o'clock snack and a four o'clock snack and a six o'clock snack. And I was like, wait, you know, every day what you're doing. Like I (laughs) am all over the place all the time. And so I admire his, uh, his method. It is not what I do. And there are times when I consider like, Hmm, could I not eat until X o'clock? And so I think being very aware, uh, you know, I, I appreciate that Donald is aware of when he is hungry, when he does feel like he has more uh, motivation, when he feels like he has more willpower. And, um, you know, so really paying attention to the kind of person that you are and what your triggers are. Um, are you better in the morning or in the evening? Do you, you know, what what can you do? It's all a process. It's not you know, this is what you do. Follow these five steps and you will lose weight. It's, you know, I couldn't, you know, if I don't eat in the morning, I get really cranky. So I do need to eat in the morning. And, but I, I love that Don has his own method of doing it. Yeah. And what, you know, I'm just repeating what you said, but what works for me is, you know, not necessarily, and probably not going to work for you. Um, but I, uh, the idea for me is that I try and save calories for later in the day. So then I have a, a fairly hearty dinner and I, I always force myself to, you know, force myself to pair it with a, a lot of vegetables, like something that's low calorie, but filling, but I have some, you know, what I consider delicious main course. And then the rest of the evening, it is like, it is delicious food till bed, basically. (laughs) And, this is where, you know, my willpower is getting lower and lower and I try and satisfy my inner like four-year-old kid with Doritos and peanut butter cups and, you know, cheese. Like, I love cheese. Like, do I love cheese? I love cheese. He does. If and, he could marry cheese, he would kick me to the curb. <laughs> and cheese and mustard, maybe? I would potentially marry Yes. Together? Yes. I don't know. I would not, but yeah, that's yeah. that's all him. But I like how you know yourself well enough to know that you need to save up those calories. 
I have had a tendency, I think when I first started and I was counting calories, I loved uh, dessert so much, and especially because I was drinking less alcohol, um, there was a little while there where I was eating like 1200 real calories a day and then saving like six to 800 calories for dessert. And that's not great. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> I still lost a hundred pounds, but I, I had to day by day really pay attention to under eating real food to save calories for dessert. So I, that is still something I struggle with. At yeah. Times. And I, I've definitely fallen into that trap too, where I'm, I, I will try and, you know, starve myself, you know, so that I still have 800 calories for dessert at the end of the day. And that's also not where I'm going, but but I do try and, you know, I don't consider cheese to be completely junk food, but, um, you know, I try and give myself a good solid, you know, five, 500 calories for things that I just are just pure enjoyment for me. Well, and it's important, too, to know what you actually enjoy because, um, you know, that's why meal plans never worked for me. You know, those, you know, eat this on a Tuesday and this on a Wednesday because, you know, I, I am much less about... Uh, delicious creamy cheeses uh, but <laughs> I am much more uh, about salty and sweet snacks so um, you know figuring out how to work it into your life while still being honest and not overindulging I think is important but I really like your structure and I wish I was more structured because I still feel um, and this is maybe another episode uh, at maintenance I still feel like I wake up in the morning going like, oh God, what kind of person am I going to be today? Am I going to be like totally on point and like totally on track or am I just going to want to eat uh, Pringles all day? So I like that you have your structure and I, I admire that. And I, I think about getting more structure <laughs> and then it freaks me out a little bit, but, uh, well, I think it, it depends on what kind of person you are. I think I have discovered that I thrive on the order of it and I, I, I need consistency and I need not to be surprised where I get into trouble with eating is when there's a surprise somebody you know unexpectedly invites me out to dinner and I have not planned to go out to dinner I haven't um, I haven't you know banked on on doing that and I use it as an excuse to then just go crazy and I'm like well I blew it it's over I ate this one dinner out now I'm just gonna you know gain a hundred pounds back well, yeah. and it's it's what you do over time, and those those occasional uh, mix ups in your plan aren't what's going to throw you off. Giving up after a uh, a Super Bowl weekend is is really where I think the failure comes from. Yeah, it's knowing that that by on you know by this Super Bowl weekend having a a you know this sandwich or whatever I'm going to end up eating um you know I know that I'm going to just get right back on it on Monday because I've planned for it I I expect it to be part of my life and Monday morning I am I'm back to being you know the Don who eats 2,000 calories and um going back 17 subjects you know I, I reduced my calories as I was going through and and basically settled on 2000 as being, you know, I got, I got down something like, you know, 60, 70, 80 pounds. And, you know, I, I've been able to continue to lose weight at 2000 and I'm, I'm almost at my, my goal. And, um, that's where I settled. So I think, you know, everyone has to figure out what, what calorie goal is going to work for them. But I would suggest starting with, something you know on the high side less than what you're eating now but still on the high side and see how it goes 
And do you, like, I, I feel like I am super emotional about all of this, the, the whole process. Like, I really feel like there are days where I don't know what I'm going to wake up to in my own brain. <laughs> yeah. But I, I see you as much more meticulous and, and less emotional about it. Do you, do you feel that way, or is that just my impression? I, I think maybe I am, but I think it's a combination of both. Um, there are definitely days where I for no reason just feel extra hungry and I don't know why like I, I can't pinpoint what I did differently or what's going on and I'm just starving and I, I try and fill those days with with you know extra carrot sticks or you know cucumber um, steamed veggies like something that is going to fill me up but not be a lot of calories um, and then there are just days where you know I, I had a hard day at work and I'm stressed, and I just I want to use it as an excuse to um, to eat whatever I want and to just stuff my face. And and I you know I have to stop myself and realize that I can't do that, and that's not the person that I want to be anymore. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm much more uh, I have put fewer safeguards in my own way uh, to to be positive on days when I'm feeling like I'm struggling. I definitely. Uh, you know, I, I positioned the giant bag of um, of carrots in the front of the refrigerator <laughs> instead of the giant container of uh, peanut butter cups. I had to move those to the back. <laughs> so it's like I'm, I need to try to set myself up for some positive behaviors because I, I think I do struggle with it a lot more. And, and so much of this whole thing is a mental game. Um, but I endeavor to be more structured as I move forward because I don't like being the person that guesses every day what she's going to do. I would rather be more structured than you, but um, I think you just gave an accidental pro tip too: keeping your peanut butter cups in the refrigerator. They're extra tasty when they're cold. They're very good, but keep them in an opaque container in the far back behind <laughs> like many difficult or, things to reach. Or don't keep them in the house at all yeah. if you can't control it. So, um, Donald, any any final thoughts on your plan? Or I mean, you don't really worry about the plate size. You don't. Uh, there's no like gimmicky type things, but you do uh, keep a lot of veggies on hand, which I think is a good. Uh... Yeah, keeping a lot of uh, a lot of food around that will you know that I like things that that I enjoy. I I actually like cauliflower. I like I like carrot sticks. I like cherry tomatoes. You know, tomatoes in general. You know, are super low calorie, and you can eat and... them with just a little bit of uh, you know balsamic and salt and pepper and they're delicious well and donald was uh taking carrots to work and i uh i was weighing and measuring my carrots and i was like you know what i'm not getting yeah, i'm not no gaining 100 pounds because no i gotten, ate carrots no one's gotten uh, that's not my gotten heavy by eating too many carrots that's i just not my i don't issue. i don't even i do not count the calories from carrots and i recently have stopped counting carrot calories say that 10 times fast it's changed everything orange foods for the win so much beta carotene so we're gonna we're gonna finish off with uh more of our pro tip corner of uh of things to maybe watch this week uh foods foods to stay away from or maybe limit so um imagine if you will going to a restaurant and one of the menu options is is the world tour of blah 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 your 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 tour of italy's your your tour of chimichangas like you don't need a tour no, of anything no maybe avoid anything that's a tour um i would also suggest avoiding any uh any restaurant which uh or dish in which they time you to eat it and then it's free yeah like actually fat sal's 
has a timed hoagie <laughs> where if you can eat all 20 pounds of the hoagie and three days or something you get it for free but it's a ginormous and i like a challenge but you know what maybe limit your timed challenge food eating if you can't afford a 50 dollar hoagie don't buy it you don't need to eat it for free just because you're you're gulping it down speaking of gulping stay away from things that gulp like yes anything that begins with super and big and ends with gulp you probably want to avoid. You don't need to gulp that. It's that's that's too much. Or Supremes. Yeah, your Eames, your your Supremes, your Extremes. Your your chimichanga wrapped in a taco, wrapped in a Twinkie, and then deep fried. I'm not saying don't have it, but maybe limit it. And uh, family size, unless you're with your family, is a bad idea. You yourself do not want to eat the family size version of anything. No. And, you know, I definitely used to fake buy, like, oh, I'm buying this <laughs> for the family. For the family. And, Wink. Uh, you know, I'm going to go home and eat it myself. Yeah. And, and the, the person at checkout knew that there was no family. <laughs> they knew that it was all for me. So, uh, so yeah, watch watch those, those key words. The samplers, your free your super sizes you really don't need it your your stomach empty is really about the size of your fist so uh supersize your motivation yes yeah, supersize your motivation um and as uh, we wrap this up i would love to thank all of you for listening uh we really truly appreciate yeah. it and um please if you're interested in more go to facebook you can find us on facebook um we have a twitter account we have an awesome instagram that my wife runs yeah i'm not sure about the tweeting yet we need to we need to tweet more to get to get that going but honestly everyone who is out there and listening and sharing we so appreciate it it is uh it's scary to put ourselves out there but it's just wonderful to know that we're 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 touching lives. <laughs> that didn't sound good. We're no. inspiring. Yeah. Uh, but have have yourself a, a great week. And and if you're knee deep in your own supersized chimichanga world tour of uh, jumbo all you can eats, just remember that we're an inspiration. Asian. 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 The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.